0: Method. My name is Christina Cantors, and this is Standout Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you communicate with confidence and clarity so you can get what you want in business and in life. To subscribe to the show and download the back catalogue, go to thesemethod.com/slash podcast. Hi there, Rockstar, and welcome back to the show. This is episode 29. Now, you may have noticed that I did skip an episode last week, and that was completely unintentional. See, what happened was I found out that I made round three of the RMIT business plan competition, which was awesome, by the way. My next step is to actually pitch my business to win a share of a $100,000 prize pool. But anyway, I reread the announcement email on the day I was going to do my podcast and it said, you need to amend your submission according to the judge's comments and submit it in 48 hours time. And I was like, what? So I basically dropped everything and smashed out a revised business plan. Unfortunately, it meant I couldn't get my podcast episode out, but instead of beating myself up about it, I've looked at the lessons I learned, which are number one, don't leave your podcast to the last minute, And number two, when you receive an official email, whether it's good news or bad news, always read the fine print. Mm Mm-hmm. So, good lesson to start my week off. Okay, now before I share with you what I learnt from walking on fire... I have a quick announcement. I'm very honoured to be speaking at an auction fundraising event on the 16th of October called Fight for Your Why, and it's in support of The Hunger Project, which is a global non-profit organisation that works to break the cycle of poverty across Africa, India, Bangladesh, and Latin America. If you're a passionate entrepreneur, or if you want to love what you do, or if you're still searching for your why, then I think you should come along to this event because you are going to love it. Not only will you hear me speak, you'll get to hear from other industry experts and business owners and entrepreneurs sharing their stories of how they got started, how they found their whys, overcame their challenges, and fought their battles to build up their businesses and and make their own marks to help other people. It will be a really inspiring and motivating evening, and it's going to be just awesome. I'm really excited for it. So if you're going to be in Melbourne on October 16th, I have good news for you. I actually have a double pass to give away for free, and it's worth $130. All you have to do to win it is go to the Christina Cantor's Facebook page and comment on the Fight for Your Why post, and I want you to write there, what is your why? Again, write a comment under the Facebook post on the Christina Cantor's page and write there, what is your why? I'll also put links to the Facebook page in the show notes, if that's easier for you, at thecmethod.com slash firewalk. Alrighty, so you ready to walk on fire with me? Let's go. Last week, I spent four days in Sydney at Unleash the Power, a four day intensive Tony Robbins seminar. And I use the term seminar very loosely. It was actually more like a dance party. They didn't let us sit still. It seemed like every 15 minutes we were on our feet, jumping around, high fiving each other, hugging each other, massaging each other. Yes, really. At one point it was four people massaging one person at once. This is, this is just to give you a taste. This is what it was like. Oh, Did you get that? Here it is again. (laughs) It was unlike any seminar I've been to. I was there with my mum, my sister, a couple of my sister's friends, and also a bunch of my friends from Young and Wildly Successful, the, the training company that I'm currently interning with. So the Unleash the Power seminar is known for its firewalk challenge. They get everyone out of the building and walking on hot coals. Yes, burning hot coals, and I did it, my mum did it, we all did it, and I wanna share my learnings from the experience with you here. So the the important thing with the firewalk is that it's a metaphor for all of life's challenges, and what I learned from it ties in with the biggest takeaway that I got from the seminar, which multiple people have been asking me about since I got back, so I'm sharing that with you today. And if you implement this, I promise it will change your life for reals. And if it doesn't, you can send me an angry tweet and I'll probably send you a smiley face back. If you haven't heard of Tony Robbins, he's one of the world's most famous, if not most famous, life success coach. He's a master at helping people transform in any area of their life, whether it's finances, health, business, or emotional well-being. He's coached people including Andre Agassi, Serena Williams, Hugh Jackman, and Oprah. And if you want coaching from him, it's only a million dollars for 12 one-hour sessions. Yep, that's right. And if you can't afford that, your next best bet for coaching is probably me. Yep, I only charge about half a mil for 12 seconds. Yeah, my fees are my fees are a relative bargain. Mhm. By the way, I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> anyway, back to Tony. He's written multiple best-selling books. I just bought his book about money and mastering your finances, which I'm super pumped to get stuck into. And he, he does seminars all around the world. His net worth is estimated at almost half a billion dollars. What would you do with half a billion dollars? You'd probably have disarmingly white teeth like Tony, at the very least. Anyway, at the Unleash the Power seminar, the firewalk was on the first night. Can you imagine 5,500 people all exiting the arena, barefooted, going outside and lining up to walk across beds of red hot coals. The atmosphere was simply incredible. They had drummers going and everyone was shuffling, shuffling along doing a slow clap and chanting. Yes, 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 yes. And I couldn't actually see anything for the crowd. I just, I could just see the smoke from the burning coals. And every so often the wind picked up and a cloud of red ash would fly into the air. It was quite ominous but the atmosphere was electric. Okay, so there are a few rules for a successful fire walk. Rule number one, you have to get into a positive state before you walk, whatever this is for you, and they had trained staff standing there to make sure that you were in the right state before walking. Rule number two, you had to walk at a normal pace, no running and no slow shuffle. Because if you run, there's a chance that you might fall on your face, which would not be pretty. Rule number three, you need to look up and forward, not down at the coals. Rule number four, as you walk across, you have to chant, Cool moss, cool moss, cool moss, cool moss. And rule number five, when you get to the other side, you stay in a state, in your state, and you wipe your feet on the grass while they hose your feet down. Otherwise, coals could stick to your feet and then you'd be in a bit of trouble. And then the final rule, rule number six, when you're done, celebrate like a madman on acid. Okay, so those were the rules. Let's go back to the firewalk. So I get to the front of the line where there was this large patch of grass and they were shoveling red hot coals onto the grass. There were about five rows of them, five rows of coals. A staff member stood in front of me and said, look up. And I was chanting, yes, yes. Yes, as loud as I could. And after what felt like forever, she moved aside and I realised I had just put a fresh batch of coals down for me. Brilliant. But I pushed my fear aside and I let out a blood-curdling... Ah! I just roared with my with my hands tightly clenched in fists. I felt like the Incredible Hulk standing there with my arms spread out and just screaming into the st- into the sky. And I stared up and I screamed, cool moss, cool moss, cool moss, cool moss. And I took one, two, three, four, five steps over the burning coals. Now, I could definitely feel them underneath my feet. They were very warm. But before I knew it, I was on the grass on the other side and my feet were being hosed down. I waited for the burning sensation to kick in, but nothing happened. Now, not forgetting the final rule, I jumped around and I screamed and I hugged everyone I could find, but the best thing was actually turning around and seeing my mum step off the coals. My mum, who only half an hour before was saying, no, I'm not going to do it, not going to do it. You girls do it. You go ahead. I'm not going to do it. She had actually teamed up with a buddy who had convinced her to do it, and I am so, so proud of her. I think that's the craziest thing she's done in a long time. I know you're listening to this, mum, so just know that I am ridiculously proud of you. You did a phenomenal job. So the firewalk experience is a metaphor for making massive positive changes in any area of your life. And the methods we use to prepare for and do the challenge are the same methods you use for achieving success in life. And I want to share how to do that with you right now. So the overall thing, the biggest thing that I took away from this, from this whole conference and that was the, the, the backbone of the firewalk challenge of, of getting through the firewalk challenge is to change your state. So if you want to make a massive positive change in your life, you must change your state and to change your state, you need to change three things. Firstly, your physiology, secondly, your focus, and thirdly, your language. I'll go through each of these. Okay, so first off, your physiology. This is your physical state, your body, your posture, your breathing. Think about it. If you're hunched over, if you're frowning, if you're in this negative and down physical state, it's impossible to make a positive change. Your body language affects your mind and the way that you think. That's why you feel good after exercising, because you've changed your physiological state. Try doing star jumps and being angry at the same time. You can't actually do it. So before the firewalk, we had to get into the right physical state. We pumped ourselves up. We were clapping. We were just, we, we'd been dancing and we were just pumped up. And this is something you can do in your day-to-day life so that you can attack the day with good energy and and with in this good positive state. So do something at the start of every day that's going to get you fired up. Maybe you already do something that gets you pumped up or something that you do when you're feeling amazing, like when you celebrate. It's like when sports players celebrate in a specific way when they score. Like Leighton Hewitt, the tennis player, who does his, come on, when every time he wins a point, This is called an anchor. That physical action that he does with his, with his hand and the, and the voice. Come on. That physical action reinforces or anchors in that winning feeling. I was running a workshop the other day on speaking with confidence and one girl in the workshop said that she does a little wiggle dance with her shoulders whenever she has a win or if she's happy. So maybe you already have an anchor where you clap your hands or you click your fingers or you skip around or you have a, particular victory dance that you do so maybe you already have one or you can make one up but do that action when you get up to set the scene for the day or you can do it before a gym workout or before an important meeting any situation when you want to feel strong and confident even just doing some jumping jacks or something just to get your energy going and feeling you're in a real positive state so that's physiology the second part is your focus Tony Robbins likes to say, where focus goes, energy flows. And he told this story about how there was this long stretch of road in the States where there were these telephone poles about a hundred meters apart. And whenever cars actually skidded off the road due to, you know, slippery, the slippery road, 90% of the time the cars would actually hit the telephone pole, which was ridiculous because they were so far apart. But he was saying, when people actually skid off the road, what do you think they're actually focusing on? Of course, they're focusing on, don't hit the telephone pole, don't hit the telephone pole, don't hit the telephone pole. And because they're actually focusing on the telephone pole, they end up hitting the telephone pole. So with the firewalk, we had to actually focus up, not down at the coals. Because you look at the coals, you focus on the coals, you go, oh, God, they're going to burn me. They're going to the- I'm looking at the coals. They're going to burn me. Of course, they're going to burn you. So you have to look up and focus on where you're headed. So with anything in life, focus on what you want and not what you don't want. For example, if you're about to deliver a speech, if you're giving a presentation, focus on delivering a powerful speech. And tell yourself, you will be confident and charismatic. Focus on the thing that it is that you want, on the result. If you focus on, oh, don't stuff up, don't stuff up, don't stuff up, or don't forget what you're going to say, don't forget what you're going to say, where do you think that your brain and body will take you? You probably then will stuff up and you will forget what you're going to say because that's what you're focusing on. It's also important to focus on what you can control and not on what you can't control so let's say that you want to build up the confidence to ask for a raise now you may choose to focus on what if they say no well that's something that you can't control so what's the point in focusing on it if you go in there with that focus you'll project that energy and the chances are they'll say no so where focus goes energy flows shift your focus to what you can control in this situation, you, you can control the things that you do in order to deserve that raise. You can control how you learn the best way and strategies to ask for the raise. You can ask others for advice. You can, you can control what you say and how you say it. Okay? So choose your focus carefully because whatever you focus on, that's what you're going to feel and that's where your results are going to come from. And the third and final piece of this triangle of, of change, of creating an overall amazing state, is language. So the language we use actually changes the meaning of situations. And you have the power to assign any meaning that you want to a situation through the language you use. As soon as we put words to an experience, it actually it actually changes the meaning of the experience. So with the firewalk, instead of saying, oh, no, I'm going to walk on hot coals. What if I burn myself? I told myself, I'm about to accomplish something huge, something I never thought I'd do. It's the same scenario. Different language gives it a different meaning. Now, let's look at a real life example. Let's say that you ask someone out on a date and they say no. One person's response might be, they rejected me. They must hate me. I feel so humiliated. This is a sign that I should never put myself out there for someone. It only results in heartbreak. So that's the language one person might use. Another person might say, Oh, well, they probably weren't the right person for me anyway. At least I know how they feel. There's no more uncertainty. What a great learning experience. I'll know that for next time I ask someone or whatever. See, same situation, but using different language changes the meaning and therefore changes the whole experience. And when done repeatedly, it changes the entire quality of your life. Does that make sense? Cool. So that's the triad of forces that will help you to successfully change your state and make positive change in any area of your life. To recap, number one, change your physiology. That is your physical state. Number two, choose your focus wisely because where focus goes, energy flows. And number three, change your language to therefore change the meaning of the experience. I strongly encourage you to take on this challenge. Change those three things in order to change your state and see the difference that it makes in your day-to-day life and see if it actually helps you achieve things that you didn't think that you'd be able to do. That is your challenge this week. Now, if you want to see a diagram of the of how this all works, the three ways to change your state. If you're more of a visual learner, you can go to the show notes at thecmethod.com slash firewalk. That's thecmethod.com slash firewalk. Also, don't forget to go to my Facebook page. It's just my name, Christina Canters, and comment on the Fight for Your Why post with what is your why to win a double pass to the Fight for Your Why auction event. It's going to kick ass, and I'm super pumped for it. I'll also put links in the show notes at thecmethod.com slash firewalk to the event page and also the Facebook page just to make it easier for you. Alrighty, and that wraps up episode 29. Thank you so much for listening. I get a lot of positive feedback from people who love the podcast and I appreciate that very, very much. It's what keeps me going. Have a fabulous week. I hope it's full of positive change and I'll see you next week for another episode. My name's Christina Cantors and this has been Stand Up, Get Noticed. That's fucking outstanding. Feel what that feel like. Feel it. Let it build up inside you. Go. Feel, feel it. Don't let it go. Let it feel inside you stronger. Let it build up. like right to unleash